welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. I hope you had the best Christmas and have had the best holidays. We have one more holiday coming up as New Year's is approaching that I hope you take the time to really think about this past year and what you want to keep working at or the things that you've achieved. Like, let's let's leave it positive. Like, what have you accomplished? Like, what were your favorite things of the year? Like, I am all about looking at the past year and finding the little moments that made me happy and what I want to change, but not a lot about change or anything like that. I just want to, like, focus on the happiness. Like, who who did I talk to and create a friend with? Or who do I hope to talk to more this next year? Or just like little things like that, that I'm like, you know what, positivity and happiness, that's what I want to be about. And that's what I'm striving for. So whatever I can do to spread that to everyone, I want to do that. I thought I would keep this episode pretty short this week, just because it's the transition to the new year. And Next week, I'm going to be doing like top fives, top tens, like those type of things. So I thought I'd keep it pretty simple this week and not do a book. Um, But I figured I would let you know what I want to read. So my TBR list, to be read list, if you didn't know, that's what it stood for. I didn't know that that's what it stood for until I really started doing this podcast. And I'm like, TBR, what's a TBR? And then the what is it like not read or not finished books not finished what is the other acronym where you didn't finish the book I learned about that one as well because I had no idea what they meant so now I have learned what they meant and now you have too if you didn't know so this is going to be about my TBR list so the books that I have in my Kindle geared up um, to read right after each other or whatever I feel like Um, once I finish like an episode, I just have it geared up. And a lot of times I don't have one of these. A lot of times I'm just really like going on the fly, like looking in the Kindle list, like on Amazon saying like, oh, this one's recommended. This sounds good. And then downloading and reading it. A lot of the times I don't have a list like this, but I wanted to make sure that I had one for the upcoming year so that I have things planned out. And I'm pretty sure I have a very solid list that I hopefully will finish all of these books and they won't just go on my other list of books that I didn't read. So the first one that I want to talk about, which I don't really have a lot to talk about it. I mentioned the first book last week. It's the series by Holly Renee, A Kingdom of Stars and Shadows. So I just finished that book and I am obsessed. Like, At the end of last week's episode, I had just started it and was already obsessed. Like the first couple chapters, I was obsessed. But it was so good. Like, oh my gosh, it was so good. Like, it was very spicy. I'm just going to say that. Very spicy. But there was so much like build up and tension and like, oh my gosh, it's like a forbidden love. And I am going to definitely do an episode on this series because it was just so good. Like one of my top favorites already. And so on... My list, I'm going to be reading the second book. And I believe the second book, I don't know when it came out. I want to say this year. So hopefully a third one is going to be coming soon. But the second one is called A Kingdom of Blood and Betrayal. And yeah, there was a big twist at the end of the first one. So it really made me want to read the second one, which it was done perfectly. So that one is my first on the list. The next one, 
I didn't write this list that I'm going to tell you guys in the order of what I want to read it. But the more that I look over all of it, I think I unintentionally did it in the order that I want to read these things. So the kingdom of blood and betrayal will be my first one. And then the second one is what lies beyond the veil. And this description like hooked me. So it says, for nearly 400 years, the veil has protected us from the fae of Alzheimer's. So this, it sounds like, is a fae, maybe unseely, seely book. Um, In their absence, our lives have shifted from decadence and sin to survival and virtue under the guidance of the new gods. I've spent my entire life tending to the gardens next to the boundary between our worlds, drawn to the shimmering magic. Of all that changes, the day the veil shatters. That's cool like i am very intrigued unleashing the fae upon our world once again the magic of fairy marks those of us they mean to take but the mist guard protecting northrick will kill us all before they let the fae have us okay so it kind of sounds like there's two enemies that maybe she's hiding from um there's no choice but to fee- but to flee everything i've ever known Not if I want to live and see my 21st birthday as a free woman. But before they capture me, Callum saves me from the wild hunt. Faye marked and on the run, he is able to fight back in ways I only dream of. And there was more, but I figured that's a pretty good synopsis for us. And I'm intrigued. Uh, I like that thought that there was this veil and then it shatters. And I don't know how many enemies are on there. That is super interesting. Okay. I'm excited to read that. The next one I thought was kind of funny. Like um, it's called The Do-Over, which I just read a book. uh, We talked about it last week called The Do-Over, but this is a different one. And so I looked it up and there's so many books called The Do-Over. So many books. This one said that it was funny and a cute romance. So I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. This one is by Sharon Peterson. And the description says, uh, look, you're a nice girl, but I don't think we should see each other anymore. The voicemail ends and I freeze in the dentist chair as I realize I've been dumped on live radio. Okay, so immediately I'm intrigued because that's sad, but funny. Just that little synopsis. I was like, um, okay, I think I'm hooked. I think this will be funny. And I'm all about a funny book. Then it says, it took the most humiliating breakup for me to see that my life is in serious need of a do-over. Cue my anti-New Year's resolutions that I can't even fail at, which is perfect timing to read that because it's New Year's here as well, (laughs) like in real life. So she made this list of top five. It says, stop dating men. Men are the worst. Stop trying to lose weight. I'm never giving up chocolate. Stop working so hard. Selling mortgages is not my dream career. Stop trying to live up to unrealistic expectations start living my best life, stop trying to please my mother. And then parentheses, it says not possible. But it turns out number five is harder than I thought as she begins her campaign to get me back with my ex. So what's the perfect solution to keep her out of my love life? An imaginary boyfriend. At least he was supposed to be imaginary until I blurted out my neighbor's name. Nate, the bad boy next door. Now all I need to do is stick to my resolutions while also keeping my interfering family away from my non-existent lover who has no idea that we're fake dating. I am so excited to read this. I actually think I might read this like today because it just seems so cute and funny and it it will probably be a quick read. So maybe I will put that at the top top of my list and I'm all about funny. And I do like that little trope of like the fake boyfriend. I do like it. Sometimes it's overdone and too cutesy 
So I'm, I don't like steer towards that trope very often, but when it's phrased, when it's phrased like this and just like funny, I am definitely going to pick it up. It's just cute. It's just a nice, feel good, cute romance. The next one, (laughs) it sounds like kind of the opposite. I actually saw this one on TikTok. It's called Greed by Eva Charles. This is an arranged marriage, dark billionaire, and it's part of a series. I don't, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about for a second. I think it's interesting that in a lot of these titles or the description of these books, they put like that they're a billionaire, millionaire, whatever, like money. I didn't know, I mean, people have fetishes. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right word. And maybe people have like types of books that they prefer. And maybe that's one of, maybe that's part of people's preferences. Maybe not fetishes. Fetishes is kind of extreme, but preferences is like a billionaire, millionaire, or like the main character having lots of money. I didn't realize that until like, just like 10 seconds ago when I like really thought about that is that I think a lot of people like that fantasy which who doesn't want to think one day that they will be a billionaire or millionaire or rich or whatever but I just think that's a very interesting like fantasy or trope or description or whatever you want to call it that people look for I mean yeah sure money would be nice for me but it's never like a make or break it for a book at least I find it very interesting that that is a description that people go for or look for. It's a thing. There's a lot of things in this book world that I'm realizing and I just find it interesting. So whatever you like, go for it. Anyways, enough about that description. I don't even know if that made sense. Um, But this is the synopsis or like the summary on the back. It says, some girls grow up in castles with fortresses to protect them from monsters Other girls grow up in castles with fortresses to protect the monsters. I am both these girls. Antonio Huntsman comes to call soon after my father dies, unannounced, unapologetic, and unmistakably in charge. With a dangerous gaze and bespoken suit, he looks every bit the man who haunts my dreams. I'm sure he wants my family's priceless vineyards. They'll be the crowning jewel of his empire, but I'm wrong. He wants me. Yeah, arranged marriage, dark which I'll emphasize on dark because it kind of sounds like a very alpha male mobster controlling. I think it might be really spicy. I can already tell that it's probably going to be really spicy. So that one's just on my list to like grab if I don't have anything else. Um, But it's not one that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to read. It just seems interesting. The next book is called Reign of Night by Sarah Rothel. Which, on this to-be-read list, most of these are people that I've never read their books before. Except for the last two that I'm going to be talking about. But yeah, like Holly Renee, I just found her. Harper Woods, Sharon Peterson, Eva Charles, Sarah Rothel. Like, I haven't ever read books by these people before. So I'm really excited to see what their style is like. So this Reign of Night one, um, it says, Lysandra's life is a lie. As a hunter of the Helios Order, she's dedicated to slaying vampires and protecting the innocent. But she's also a vampire's human servant. If her secret comes out, her own order will execute her. When she finds Asher, she'll cut out his heart for tying her to him 
even if he only did it to save her, even if it kills her too. But when a young girl is found dead, Lysandra's mission is derailed. In the gaping hole where the girl's heart once was lies a single red rose. Lysandra has seen the signature before, left by the vampire who took her uncle's life. Karpov is one of the ancients, and his death is the only one Lysandra wants more than Asher's. Unfortunately, Karpov is, o- is the only being, dead or undead, who holds the key to Asher's whereabouts. If Lysandra ever wants to find him, she'll have to work with her uncle's murderer. It sounds intriguing. It does. Um, I believe I've read like the first five chapters of this book and it didn't hook me enough. So I think as I'm reading like the description again, I'm kind of reminded of what is kind of going to happen and like the characters. So I'm I'm intrigued again. But I don't know. Just the first couple chapters just didn't hook me. So we'll see when that book gets read. Another book that I've had on my to-be-read list for a while is Glow by Raven Kennedy, which I believe this is the fourth book of the Gilded series. And I don't know if I'll ever... I can't say if if I'll ever do an episode on the series. I might... But it probably won't be until later on. There's just so much of the series. And it's like, uh, what's the word? It's rough. <laughs> Not like rough of, as in like it ends with us. But more rough of like it's kind of at least the first book. I don't even know the right word. It's kind of like crude, like really rough that way. Like there's a lot of like sex scenes and like this king because it's a king Midas retelling almost and the king is very much into like harems and all these things so it's like you the first scene that you walk into on the first book is like this big orgy and you're like oh okay so the first book is like that and it doesn't get into like super good until the second book when more characters are introduced And so as they go on, I love the second, love the third. And then this fourth book came out a while ago, but I just haven't had time to really sit down and like read it. Um, So that is definitely on my list, but it is a very, very good series once you kind of get past that first book. Uh, The last book that I have on here has honestly been in my Kindle for a long time. It's another one where it was, oh, it's been in my book for It's been in my Kindle for at least a year, I think. Like, I don't know. It's by C.N. Crawford, which I've read books by her before, and it's called Court of Shadows. And this one is uh, Rags to Riches. um, Oh, wait. It says, Rags to Riches is supposed to be a nice fantasy. Going from a cheap London hovel to an elite fate institute should be amazing, especially when it involves a middle evil castle. It's just not going so great when the aristocratic jerks in the tower want to crush you. It starts with a lethally gorgeous fay, Rudan, hunts me down. He's known as the Wraith, and he's taken a vow of silence to snuff out illegal magic, fay magic that I possess. The Wraith lets me live on one condition. I have to earn my place at the Court of Shadow Fay. I'm a survivor. I think I can manage the competition. Too bad the posh recruits have it in for me. Worse, I'm forced to share a room with the silent wraith who is as sinister as he is hot. All it takes is one slip up and I'm out. And at the Court of Shadow Fae, failure means death. Which it also says this series is linked to the Sea Fae series, but can be read in any order. Which I've never heard of the Sea Fae series, so I don't know if I'll read that. It sounds intriguing as I read it again, but 
yeah, it's going to kind of be on my last of the list. So that is the list that I am going to be hopefully reading within the next couple weeks. I might do episodes on them depending on how I feel about it. I definitely am going to do an episode on the Kingdom of Blood and Betrayal like that series. But as for the other ones, I don't know yet. We'll have to see. But there's our short little episode for the week. But I hope you have the best New Year's and I hope you create some really great goals for this next year. And just think of it as a clean slate. But we can only go up from here. So I'm grateful for you guys. Definitely follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm kind of doing the TikTok thing. Not really, though. Like, it's very, very minimal. But it's Find Me in a Book podcast. I hope you have the best upcoming holiday. And I will talk to you later. Mm -hmm.